Hey guys, before we get started, I want to talk to you a little bit about Draft, our partners here uh, at the beginning of this season. Uh, we are partnered with Draft to bring you a promo code for limited time only that if you are new to the app, you just download it and when you sign up, you use our uh, our promo code Eat Sleep Fantasy, and that will get you a free entry into your first deposit. So, you know, just for signing up and using our promo code, you get to try it out basically for free. It's similar to the DFS stuff that you might be used to, but there's drafts. You could do a draft every day if you wanted to. Uh, really quick, you could do it in five minutes. We're going to probably do one in the next episode, actually. Just go through a quick draft. I think that's going to be pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, so you just go on. You draft as quick as you want. It's best ball, so you set it and forget it. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, um, you know, go. It's all limited time only, so make sure you... You sign up and you use our promo code. All right, guys, um, stay tuned for the episode, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see you soon. Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be. Joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah. Eat Sleep Fantasy. Uh Eat Sleep Fantasy. Hello, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your co-host this afternoon, Dale DeMott. I hope everybody's doing well with me. As always lately, actually, Armando Crespo is coming through. Armando, what's up, man? What's up, guys? I'm uh, I'm the, I'm the magical villain. Uh, Brito is packing his car and heading out of the south. Yeah, South Florida. Yeah, he's actually leaving in the morning, so I will be... That's, see, that's not a good excuse, because he's, he's leaving tomorrow. He could be on the podcast now. He, yeah, he's he's having a meltdown. <laughs> I don't think he really remembers Andrew or remembers it too well. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think he's a, he's a worry wart. I think he's, he's just a wart. That's yeah. what he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, today, guys, uh, on top of Hurricane Irma, we will be talking about the rankings. We're going to be going through kind of a abbreviated version. We're not going to go really deep into it. We'll save that. We're kind of still in preseason form, but we want to get you guys some rankings. So we're going to go through our consensus. Um, I want to get Armando's opinion on a couple of things. Sometimes I have a feeling he's going to drop a couple of bombs that are really going to make me upset. But besides that, um, we're going to give you some news and then we'll be out of your hair. Uh, so if you're on the treadmill, uh, just set it for, I don't know, 30 minutes maybe. And uh, by the time we're done, you're going to have a nice sweat going on. And, if, you're, uh, if you're running, if you're walking, you're just going to be like, like a nice little... You won't be sweating at all. Yeah. Okay. True. But, but no, I mean, if you're walking uphill, sometimes the incline, the incline will get you. I don't I'm, care. I'm who guessing you are. if they're listening to our podcast, they're not. They're not going to be on treadmill. Number one. No, no. no there's a lot of fit uh, people. Okay. On our, on okay. our pod. Yeah. Do me a favor. If you are. No, we, we've done this before. And they actually. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. We get pictures. Of people walking their dogs. Uh, they're on the treadmill. We gotten tons of pictures of people saying, "Hey, I'm not fat," and I listen to your podcast. I always imagine we have only fat listeners. Yeah. Thank, Follow- you. Thank you all, fit people. Yeah, yeah, no, we have, I think it's 25% fit, 75% fat. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so, uh, again, uh, Armando, you, we're going to jump right into the news here, and then I, I'm eager to get into these rankings. So, uh, for the week one, again, this isn't, we're off preseason stuff, we're, we're dealing with week one here. So, um, I do want to add that we get all our news from Player Line. So, if you guys are interested in getting uh, all your news from one source, 
basically player line aggregates all the news sources from all over and puts it in one app so check out player line app it's pretty cool um so some big news kind of we kind of talked a little bit about this but um, ezekiel elliott is going to be suspended for six games but he is playing week one so put him in your lineup for week one but uh that kind of sucks yeah for yeah. everyone else i mean yeah it does i don't know i don't know what, what this means but so it's gonna be another week even longer without Zeke Elliott, which even which, yeah just sucks right <laughs> yeah, yeah you'd rather just have it like get out of the way and get back as soon as possible i like to say it sucks yeah. <laughs> the good thing is you're starting you you have a good chance of starting one and oh which is always good. Yeah, it's a good you know, feeling. Like, you know, if you have Mike Evans or Jameis Winston, on you your Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, you're right. You know, it's it, it's better to start one and zero than struggle this first week if you're, uh, you know, if you're an Evans owner or an Ajay owner. Yeah. Well, the next news is there won't be a week one for the Dolphins or the Bucks. Right. That's official. We talked a little bit about it yesterday, but it's actually official. Official. There's no game today. Right. Did we say that yesterday? Uh, I think we, we may have. Um, I don't think it was official though. Right, right, sure. Uh, so yeah, they're moving that game to uh, week 11. I'm not really too concerned about their buy. I mean, personally, yeah, it would suck for them because their bodies get beat up every week and they need that rest. But as a fantasy owner, it doesn't really bother me. I'm okay. The one thing that kind of sucks is, you know, because the game's got pushed back, you're looking at Jaquiz Rogers starting against the Giants. where Giants uh, have a good defense. Yeah, exactly. So, And he's not as good as Doug Martin. <laughs> no. Um, so, But on the plus side, then you get Doug Martin coming back, and you don't have to worry about him playing the Giants either. So, But if you're banking on Jaquiz Rogers, it's going to be a little tougher for him than it would be Doug Martin coming back against the Giants. So I think that's the only negative I really take from all this as yeah. far as fantasy. No, there's a lot of negatives. Um Rawls is a full participant Wednesday, but he does have a high ankle sprain. And the one thing I know about one thing I know about high ankle sprains is they really affect runners for a long time. That's the one thing you know about ankle sprains. That's the only thing I know. I've never had one. <laughs> I, I'm sure they're painful. I know that they're painful. Yeah. Um and then Pete Carroll also came out and said that Lacey is ready for a full workload. Um so that kind of gives me a little more faith into Eddie Lacey and a little less than Thomas Rawls. Um what do you think about that? Yeah, it's still a mess. I mean, like we talked about yesterday, it's kind of the same old stuff. Like, we won't know. The the waters won't clear until week four, week five. We're really going to know by then. Until then, it's a guessing game. I think, I think it's leaning more towards Eddie Lacy at this moment. It seems like that. Yeah. I, I agree. It looks like that. We don't know. Yeah. Um, Corby Grant, I don't know if you know who he is. He's a Jaguars running back. He's going to get some looks in week one. Yeah. I think he's worth – I think he is a handcuff to own with the Jags right now. He looked amazing in the preseason. He got some preseason hype for sure. I don't think we talked about him enough, but yeah, he is, uh, he's definitely somebody to keep one eye on, right? Yeah, exactly. One. Yeah. Just one, like one <laughs> eye, just but one eye on Fournette and then one eye on him. Or just a glance at Corey Grant. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Forget it. Leonard Fournette is not listed on the injury report, even though he didn't play barely in the preseason. He is good to go for week one. Um, Miles Garrett, suffers an injury at practice and it could be serious that's really going to affect the cleveland browns defense there was a lot of hype with him this season so it's a little sad to see him go and it kind of takes away my sleeper defense this season um if he is out for the season sure any thoughts about that no no nothing not big news here um george kittle aggravates the hamstring we talked about him a little bit last week at the vance yeah. vance mcdonald trade yeah um it kind of sucks yeah it does i mean you're, you probably don't own him anyways yeah, but just another guy that we wanted to keep an eye on. You know, yeah, I feel bad for the Forty yeah. ers They're gonna yeah. suck. Yeah, they're gonna suck. Um, Old Dell Beckham is still uncertain for Week One. Does he mean anything? We no, we, we don't expect him to play. Uh, you're not expecting him to play. No, 
There's a chance. There is. He's hopeful. Yeah. He keeps saying he's hopeful. Yeah. I hope he doesn't. <laughs> um, um, for Brandon Marshall's sake, if he doesn't play, I love Brandon Marshall this week. Um, two big pieces of news. Jordan Matthews is expected to start week one. Um, are you starting him this week, Dale? I know it's kind of jumping ahead of our stuff. But no. You're not? No. And there's no reps between him and Tyrod Taylor. I, and they're I, both coming off injury. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm good. I'll wait a week. Yeah, I just If dropped. he's back, that's great because that means he's going to be back a week earlier than I exactly. thought he would be. So let him let him work out the issues now and then start him week two. Um, is Alshon Jeffrey benchable? He's going to be blanketed by Josh Norman. Yeah, that's a problem, right? <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna Are you benching Alshon Jeffrey? It's the first meeting in that in that division. Probably, I probably will. Um, just play it safe. I mean, week one. I don't know about you, but I go into week one playing it safe with everybody. Like, there's no reason to go crazy and have a hunch on any guy. No. You want to play it safe. I got some questions today on Twitter. Um, I think it was um, can't remember off the top of my head, but it was like one really safe guy and one guy that was like a maybe. And I was like, yeah. It was Ted Ginn and I don't remember. Anyways, yeah, it was, you know, you just play it safe week one. Play the guys that you know. Play your studs. Yeah, play the guys you drafted to be your starters. Yeah. Um, Jaron Brown, like we talked about, is officially listed as wide receiver two for the Arizona Cardinals. We brought up Paul Richardson, now bringing up Jaron Brown. I think this is huge news because they need someone to emerge as a solid second fiddle is Larry Fitzgerald, and I think it's going to be Jaron Brown. I mean, that would be great, and he was probably underdrafted as a wide receiver, yeah. too, on the time. I'm not trusting Carson Palmer, though. No, I'm not I'm not trusting anyone over there with the Cardinals except Larry Fitzgerald and David Johnson, but there's still something to keep an eye on. He's going to be a waiver wire target throughout the season, I'm imagining, because yeah. a wide receiver, too, with the Arizona Cardinals is going to be valuable. Sure. Um, Chris Carson is the official running back number two going into Seattle's yep. week one game because of Thomas Rawls' yeah. injury. Just something to note, Chris Carson has had an amazing preseason. Um, and I think that's about it. Dale, anything you want to add? Before we move on, I want to talk a little bit about BK Fantasy Sports. Uh, they are your number one fantasy sports outfitter, Armando. If you go to bkfantasysports.com, are you listening to me? Yeah. Okay. If you go to bkfantasysports.com, you can browse through all their inventory. They have hoodies, sweatshirts, polos. I've been talking about these guys for... I feel like months, but probably weeks or I don't know. But anyways, I've been talking about them for a long time. Basically, if you have a fantasy team name or logo, you send it to them. They do all the work and they send you back a awesome, um, you know, apparel that the quality matches anybody else out there. Uh, if you go on their website again, bkfantasysports.com, you can get everything pretty much in a couple of weeks and two weeks, they say, and all shipping and handling is free. So don't forget about them again. If you're looking for good polos, sweatshirts, hoodies, don't forget about BKFantasySports.com. All right, what I want to do today, I want to kind of go through some of our week one rankings, give everybody a chance to hear who we have, maybe the top 12, top 10, top 15, however long we want to go here. I just want to get kind of your reactions on what you think about our consensus and um, if you haven't, if, if there's any bombs that you want to drop on me that it's it's way off. Okay. Does that sound okay? Let's, let's go for it, Dale. All right. Number one, Carson Palmer. You okay with that? Yes. That was a I test. Thought, I thought you meant number one, like, <laughs> that's the first thing we're going to talk failed. about. <laughs> <laughs> um, one, two, three, four, five is Brady, Rogers, Ryan, Wilson, Mariota. Mariota is probably, out of those five, Mariota is probably going to be the one not in the top five entire season. Um, I think he has the best matchup out of the five people here. This week, for sure. Yep. Um, season long, I think those four guys are going to be in the top five 
pretty often, yeah. Mariota is going to be in and out for the season right. yeah. based on his matchups. Mariota, I think, is still a top 12 quarterback. I think you start if you own a Tennessee Titan, you should start him this week because Oakland is not very good at all on the right. defense side. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think they did much in the offseason to improve, so we're going to kind of assume that they're about what they were last year, and that's not that's not very good. Whatever we say moving forward after this point, you still start your studs, okay? I don't believe Tom Brady is a good start this week. If you have Aaron Rodgers, start him over Tom Brady. Um, but most people do not. Right, right. Um, but Tom Brady is going to have a tough matchup, and he isn't the number one quarterback this week. I okay. feel more comfortable starting someone like Cam Newton against San Francisco. Sure, I get um, it. But, you know, just yeah. take that for note. Like, yep, yep. I mean, even somebody like Ben Roethlisberger at Cleveland, I think, is a pretty good matchup. Yeah, and, except Ben Roethlisberger forgets how to play quarterback when he's on the road. So, yeah. <laughs> um, like you said, Cam Newton's playing against San Francisco. I think that's a very solid start. Let's get to some guys maybe that you own, maybe two quarterbacks that you're trying to decide. So maybe say somebody like um, Matthew Stafford and Tyrod Taylor. Matthew Stafford against Arizona, Tyrod Taylor against the Jets. I really, really like Tyrod here, and I, I know not everybody agrees with me. You know what's funny about that question? I have Tyrod Taylor and Matthew Stafford, and I cut Tyrod Taylor and picked up a kicker. Okay. I mean, that's because... season long. I, I get I get the sacrifice season long. Week one, we're talking about week one here. I don't. Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor, first of all, he plays great against the Jets. If you look at his history, I, I know it's a different Jets team because, you know, a lot of coaching changes going on and a lot of personnel changes. It's clear that the Jets are tanking already. Yeah. And uh, Tyrod Taylor should have a field day. And yeah. not, I know it, for some reason people have Sam Bradford, um, no, Eli God, Manning. No, that's a mistake. Tyrod Taylor is an easy top 15 quarterback. I'm going to stick with Matthew Stafford because yeah, I feel like he has a better offense on his side. But you're right. Tyrod Taylor does play great against the Jets. Yeah. But okay. he's coming off an injury, and I'm just worried with all the new weapons over there or lack of weapons. Yeah, he might have a rough go at it, but you're right; it is a good matchup for him. Uh, one guy that doesn't have a good matchup that you may be drafted as your lone quarterback is Philip Rivers against Denver. Eesh. Yeah, that's tough. That's it's a, tough. That's a, I mean, I have Melvin Gordon; I got to start him. You yeah. don't want to, but it's ugly. Yeah, it same is. With, same thing goes with Keenan Allen. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be tough. I mean, if you have Philip Rivers, I think I'd rather start Carson Wentz at Washington over rivers as as bad as that sounds yeah I'm, I'm glad they're getting this game out of the way right away you know like then oh, <laughs> yeah. i can start Melvin Gordon with confidence right. the rest of the way right so. right right uh and i mean still when you're talking about fantasy they still could do something who knows i mean defenses aren't exactly what they were year to year you know there's a little bit of changes and there's a little bit of different play and the momentum isn't there like it was you know last year for denver they're starting off you know fresh so but yeah, it's it's gonna be ugly for Philip Rivers. I think week one. I think my deep sleeper for quarterbacks this week is Jared Goff against Indianapolis. Indianapolis is terrible on defensive side. I know they have tried to improve. Avante Davis is injured, um, but I think Jared Goff with Sammy Watkins, Tavon Austin, Todd Gurley is a sneaky, sneaky. If you for some reason have Jameis Winston, you didn't draft another quarterback, and there's no one left except Jared Goff. I think it's okay. Yeah. I think you'll be okay. He's going to get a touchdown, I think. He's, uh, like you were saying yesterday, he's not going to, I don't think he's going to lose you the game. Right. You know, if he can get you 12 to 15 points, it's like, uh, it's, it's not losing it. You're, you're not, you're not going to get the stud. You're not going to get that push right. to maybe win, but he's not going to lose it for you. Yeah. Real quick. Jared Goff or Deshaun Kaiser this week? Jared Goff. Um, Jared Goff or Brian Oyer? 
Um, I actually like Brian Hoyer more than most. Uh, I think I'm going Hoyer. I got to update my rankings today, by the way. Jared Goff or Alex Smith? Jared Goff. Alex Smith playing against New England. Yeah. I, and I'm sorry. Alex Smith playing against New England. Yeah. All right. Jared Goff or Philip Rivers? <sighs> I, I, I'm going to roll with Philip Rivers. If I if I drafted Philip Rivers, yeah. I, I'm going to roll with him. Okay. He's about where he's, he's he's ranked around 22 right now. I think that's okay. Okay. Um, want to move on to running backs? Yeah, please. Let's move on to running backs. That sounds like a great I, We idea. spent a little bit too much time on Jared Goff. I have a little love for him. <laughs> we never did our My Boy segment, but he was going to be one of my guys. Oh, Jared Goff. Interesting. All right. So one, two, three, four, five, and running back. <laughs> I thought you were just counting. <laughs> uh, Bell, Johnson, McCoy, Freeman, Murray. All those guys are going to frequently be in the top five week to week. And I have no problem with that order at all. Le'Veon Bell hasn't practiced. I'm a little worried about it. But it's Cleveland, so he's fine. And there, fine. he said he's ex- he can handle thirty carries. I guess all the running backs are saying that. But yeah, <laughs> he's saying thirty carries is no problem. Jerry Nicholson Nich- was saying the same thing. <laughs> yeah, Nick Nichols. Yeah. <laughs> um, Melvin Gordon, uh, if he's playing against Denver, and most people have Zeke ranked behind Melvin Gordon, are you, you're starting Zeke with confidence, right? Yes. Now that it's official, he's playing week one. I'm starting him as even higher than he's going to be in my top five. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be RB1 in most cases. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. I mean, no, I'm saying like RB1 status. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree with that. All right. Um, Delvin Cook. He's playing against New Orleans. This is kind of juicy. I don't know how much you trust him. But, I man, know. he's playing the Saints. I know the Saints have gotten, you know, the, the defense has improved a little bit. Yeah. I won my first championship because of the Saints defense. So... I'm believing in it now. They're showing some preseason hype, man. <laughs> let's let's see it happen. Yeah. Um, so, Delvin Cook, it's just it's. I and I'm going to say this again: playing it safe for week one, right? I mean, let's not try to go for the boom plays. Let's let's play it safe. Let's get the points that we know we can get and move on from this week. Yeah. I do really, really, really like. I liked him preseason. I liked him draft. I like him week one. C.J. Anderson. Orange. Oh, I hate Marshall much. <laughs> CJ Anderson playing the Chargers. I think it's a terrible matchup. Chargers are awesome. The the Denver Broncos are going to control the ball. They're going to play the defense that they know how to play, and they're going to try to control the ball on offense. They don't have a great passing game. Over under 25 yards for CJ Anderson. 25 total yards. Yeah. Why would it's you joke? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See the hesitation he goes in shirt is yeah, over right. under guys. CJ Anderson will be a top twelve running back this week. I can I'll bet I'll bet anything on that. All right. Well, based off the rankings, he's thirteen. Who are you moving out of there? Crowell, Lamar Miller. Delvin Cook. Yeah, Delvin Cook. Okay, I agree with that. Delvin Cook, Miller, and Crowell probably. Oh, so you're moving all the way up to like nine. I'll move him to like ten, eleven. Okay. He'll be inside top twelve. Yeah. I think uh, a sneaky guy moving a little farther down is Bill Powell against Buffalo. Um, I know Buffalo has a okay defense, but yeah. Bill Powell is going to be the go-to back over there, and they have no weapons in any way. No, it's gonna ha- it's gonna have to run through Powell. He's right? gonna have like 150 <laughs> yards a game and three touchdowns or one touchdown. <laughs> yeah, um, Powell's a pretty safe bet. He's safer than Cream Hunt at this point. You agree? Yes. He's safer than Marshawn Lynch. Yes. And he's safer People than... are going to think we're crazy for saying this, by the way. Are they? Marshall Lynch and Kareem Hunt, there's so much hype. Yeah, there is. No one's hyped about Powell at <laughs> no, all. I except know. Except me, you, it's... and Wade. Wade's really <laughs> hyped about Powell. Well, Powell is a guy like 
people drafted just because it was like on top of their queue. Like they didn't like him. He was just available and they drafted him. I drafted him as my RB one in one league. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm all in. I like Powell. I think, I think he'd be productive. Um, I only drafted him RB one because I went wide receiver heavy. Jonathan Stewart, Christian McCaffrey, of course is probably going to outscore Stewart here, but I think Stewart's definitely startable. Yes, he's going to get all against that. San Francisco. I think he's going to double his touchdown total from last year, but not his yardage. He's going to really? be a touchdown machine. I don't think Cam Newton's going to be a red zone running back anymore. I think they're going to go Jonathan Stewart. That's yeah, my prediction. That's I, my bold prediction for the year. <laughs> I think Cam could still run, and I think he will get some goal line yes, carries. Not, not what he was. Is that never again? Right. If they want to. If they want him to be a quarterback of the future, they need to stop that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go into some wide receivers, and I think I think that this is a pretty good conversation. This is going to be two good podcasts in a row for me and you. I hope the quality is a little bit better than it was last time. Yeah. Also, I think at least is a great start if Thomas Rawls is out. Moving oh. on to wide receivers. Wide receivers. Let's see. Top five. One, two, three, four, five. Typical. Brown, Jones, Green, Beckham, if he plays. I don't know about Cooper in top five. That's kind of ridiculous. Cooper at Tennessee. I don't care. I like it. I rather have I ra- I would rather have Doug Baldwin. Uh, I wouldn't I couldn't argue with that. I think it's close. I think Cooper Baldwin, uh, even guys like Michael Thomas and Jordy Nelson. Des Bryant would be better. As I would rather have him in top five. And I hate Des yeah. Bryant, but I hate Mark Cooper more. <laughs> I think Mark Cooper breaks out this year. I think he separates himself from Michael Crabtree. I've been th- saying that all season. Uh, make a note of it in this tape because I'm going to come back week eight and show real you this. Bold, real bold deal. Real bold. Draft you you disagree. You've been disagreeing with me all all year about Mari Cooper. I want to prove you wrong. Mari Cooper or Doug Baldwin for the season? Mari Cooper. I'll take Doug Baldwin. Is that an eat bet? That's an eat bet. Nom, Nick. Nom, 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 nom. Nick, write this down. What's his last name? Uh, well, we don't want to say it because then people go looking for him. Is he single? Uh, no. Mm. Yeah, I was trying to plug him. Yeah. Guy with that kind of hair. He's he not does single. have good hair and smooth skin. <laughs> um. DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> I started thinking about I started thinking about Nick's hair. His skin, his tall, broad shoulders. Clean shaven. Every time I saw him, cleanly. I never seen him shave, but man, he smells, he's baby face. He smells so good. Um, so DeAndre Hopkins, um, outside the top twelve, I think is a little crazy. I would rather have him over Larry Fitzgerald. Looking at the rankings right now, and that's how it's standing right now. How do you feel? I think that's crazy. DeAndre Hopkins at Jacksonville. Are you saying that you rank him higher or lower? I would rank Hopkins, move him up above Larry Fitzgerald, Michael Crabtree. I think he should be in the top 10. Um, what rankings are you looking at? Because our consensus has Hopkins above Fitzgerald. Hopkins at 12? I have Hopkins at 13 right now on my consensus. Okay. Fair enough. I just turned my computer screen to Dale. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, anyways, we still talk about rankings. Yeah, yeah. I think Hopkins is a great start this week against Jacksonville. I know they have a, two of the best corners in the in, in the NFL, but I don't know. Yeah, it's DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. I don't think he's coverable with those corners. Yeah, I think as long as the quarterback is competent enough to toss the ball his way, he's going to be valuable. Yeah. Some people are seeing him as a wide receiver two. I see him as wide receiver one. Yeah. We kind of talked about Alshon Jeffrey a little bit already. Alshon Jeffrey's anywhere between sixteen and twenty. If you can bench him, you should. If he's if he's going to be covered by Josh Norman the entire game, 
that's a little nerve wracking. Yeah. First game of the season, Carson hey, Wentz, yeah. not enough chemistry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, out. I'm starting Diggs ahead of Jeffrey. Whoa. I'm starting Allen Robinson ahead of Jeffrey. That's fine. Starting Golden Tate. Okay. Here's a million dollar question. What? Are you starting T.Y. Hilton over Jeffrey? Yes. I'm that's tough. I'm that's tough. I'm not scared of T.Y. Hilton. I'm okay. scared of the Colts. But I trust T.Y. Hilton. That he'll get the ball somehow. I think he's good enough to be a wide receiver too this year. Okay. I mean, no, right no, now. I'm talking about this, without this luck. Yeah, I think yeah. he's fine. Okay. I think he's gonna he's gonna be okay, especially against the Rams without Aaron McDonald. Okay. Uh, Stephon Diggs against New Orleans. I'm not crazy about him all season. I am crazy for him in certain matchups. Stephon Diggs against New Orleans is so juicy. I think you're underestimating him. You mean overestimating? defense of New Orleans. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I should finish that. Yeah. yeah I think maybe, maybe, maybe they're not going to be push one of the worst NFL defenses of yeah, all time. Right. I don't know. You're, maybe you're. <laughs> um, okay. How about going a little deeper here? Uh, Brandon Marshall, <laughs> Brandon Marshall's in the top thirty among wide receivers. I like him just as much as I like somebody like Pierre Garcon. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I mean, it's it's kind of a wash that around here. Everyone's pretty equal. James Crowder, Sanders, Garcon, they're all going to get massive amount of receptions. Yep, yep. Golden Tate, they're nice PPR monsters. Brandon Marshall's kind of on the outside for me. I would rather have all those guys before him. Rank these guys for week one. Golden Tate, Keenan Allen, and Emmanuel Sanders. I see Keenan Allen as an unbenchable uh, type wide receiver against and against Denver. I think their weakness is the pass. So I'd rather have Keenan Allen as one than Golden Tate because Golden Tate is going to get the most targets on that team. And who's the last one? And Emmanuel Sanders. Take Sanders. Uh, did I say Sanders? I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll say Sanders. Yeah. I think Keenan Allen for sure. Easily. Okay. One, two, three. Bang. All right. Fair one, enough. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> um, oh, Armando, I, I'm going to say something on the air because if you get mad at me and kill me, uh, I don't want uh, – I want this to be recorded. Um Everybody, I said that I would send out decals. You know, we have we had like fifty decals mm-hmm. um, of Eat Sleep Fantasy, and if you again, if you email us contact at Eat Sleep Fantasy, you can get um, you know, you can get a decal. I'll go ahead and send it to you. We got a um, a request in Australia. I'm not sure if I'm going to send that. I don't know if it's worth ESF money to use that to pay for uh, taking decal all the way to Australia. Are you asking me if that's okay? Well, what I'm going to tell you is worse than sending something to Australia. Uh, I ordered 500 more decals. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> well, I ordered them, but... Uh, and They're going to be sent to Australia. <laughs> no, no, no. That would be crazy. Um, so, anyways, what I'm trying to get at, we got so many um, we got so many requests for the decals, and I appreciate it if people put it on their cars. They hear about our podcast a little bit. That's awesome. It says Eat Sleep Fantasy, so it's really not even about a podcast, to be honest with you. It's, if I ever run into you and you're wearing, if you ha- and you have a decal, I will. What should I do? I don't know. Hug them. Hug them. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell you what city I live in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so oh, I ordered a shit ton more stickers, and I use company money for it. And uh, I hope you're doing okay. It would between me and Brito. Brito's not really in company because he's. He's getting sucked up by a hurricane. Sucked up. <laughs> so, anyways, if uh, we were starting to get really thin at the decals, and I and ordered them, so decals. <laughs> That's me. I get it. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I long story. I, we're talking about the decals way too much. If you want them, email me. Uh, if we run out, it'll probably just be a little bit longer till I can get them to you. But go ahead and send me your address, and 
Yeah, don't don't be nervous that I'm going to come to your house or anything. Jesus Christ, forget about the just move on. From the <laughs> People get nervous sending me their their real addresses. It is, it is kind of creepy because I could just go on Google Maps and look they, at their house. They Facebook your, when they Facebook you, they realize they probably should not because you look like <laughs> you have a baby, so it's fine. Yeah, I'm a dad. You're, don't be scared of me. <laughs> All right, um, last wide receiver I kind of want to talk about. Well, there's two: Kevin White and Zay Jones. If you're looking for like, I need a I need a wonderful guy to do amazing. I think Kevin White. I don't know why. I said a wonderful that. guy. <laughs> if you want a wonderful guy. Yeah. No, Zay Jones. I mean, we talked about this already. You know, they're playing against uh, the Jets, who this could be Zay Jones. Week one could be his breakout game. Exactly. And this could be something, like, amazing. A wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing was, goes with Kevin White against Atlanta. They don't have a great defense over there, and I think both those guys can have an amazing week out of nowhere if you're looking for a flyer you, you don't have Landry or you don't have Mike Evans you you need someone to like do something well for you I think Kevin White and Zay are definitely yeah. Zay Jones for sure Kevin White somebody I'm at least for of... three weeks until he gets injured <laughs> I, I just the Bears passing game just scares me still but they're gonna pass the ball because they're gonna be down by a lot yeah Jordan they're probably Howard. not gonna pass it yeah. to their teammates <laughs> yeah all right Moving on to tight ends. Are we going by this too fast, guys? Tweet it, Dale, and tell them. No, this is good. All right. Um, one, two, three. Gronk, Olsen, Kelsey, no problem here. They're going to be in one, two, three almost all season yep. with Reed and Graham. Mixed and, in. Yeah, mixed in. Delaney Walker against Oakland. It's a good matchup. Um, I don't think Walker is going to be ranked this high very often. No, I, I think, th- I think his— Huge drop down. Yeah, I think it shows in his ADP, too, that people aren't really confident in him because— there's more than one passing weapon in that. It feels like they have five receivers that do the same exact thing. Yeah. And yeah. Decker, Rashard Matthews, like what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and Walker's old. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kyle Rudolph against New Orleans, I think is pretty juicy. If they can get in the red zone, he's very valuable. Uh, keep an eye on Rudolph. As far as we know, um, he still is injured with uh, leg injury. That makes sense. He's injured yeah. with leg injury. Oh, did I say Eric Ebron is clear to play for Week One? No, is he? Good. I think so. Okay. Uh, so so keep, keep an eye on Kyle, Kyle Rudolph. Most likely, you drafted him as your tight end. Just keep an eye and make sure he's healthy. If not, you know, there's guys like Austin Hooper available. CJ Fedorowicz. You and this guy Austin Hooper. Forget about Austin Hooper, dude. He's gonna suck. <laughs> CJ Fedorowicz, sure. Don't there's call some, me dude. There's some track record with CJ Fedorowicz, but Austin Hooper. That's just a shot in the dark, Dale. Okay, shot. dude. Okay, dude. <laughs> Jack Doyle. That, that's how you know if Ron is serious when he starts calling people dude. Dude. I went yeah. back to my 16-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Zach Ertz, Tyler Eifert, I think. I mean, if you drafted these, most likely you didn't draft more than one or two tight ends on your team. Hopefully you didn't, and you're kind of stuck with who you have. If not, you know, like I said, Kyle Rudolph may or may not play. Um, Eric Ebron, if he does play, that's great. You start him. What do you think about Jason Witten against the Giants here? Jason Witten only had three touchdowns last year. One of them came in week 16. <laughs> um, no, I don't believe in Jason Witten, and I never will. Yeah. Um, he's only had two touchdowns last year. That should really count. Right. Um, yeah, he's not startable for me. Nope. And, and, and in all reality, he's not startable anymore for me as a tight end in any format whatsoever. Right. He's not a viable tight end. Right. If you really need a tight end, if you really need a backup tight end, if you're not comfortable with, like, say, Reed – Jesse James is playing Cleveland. For now, he's usable until McDonald gets on track. Yeah, and I've been a huge Jesse James believer from day one. He hasn't done much for me, but 
I still have faith in him, at least for now. Yeah. I mean, Kobe Fleeter, news came out that he's supposed to get more involved. If, if, if the hype finally lives up to last year, he might be valuable. If yeah. you're looking for a shot in the dark, he's the guy to go with for me. Okay. Uh, all right. I think that goes – I think that's about it for uh, for our rankings. I think that was a pretty good comprehensive – A little fast but um, for me, but whoa, should we preview week – Next uh, tomorrow uh, night's th- game Thursday. Yeah, let's do that. Can we do that real quick, Dale? Is that okay? Sure, with you? let's do it. Let's. Um. So tomorrow night, um, Kansas City will be playing New England, New England Patriots, <laughs> and um, yeah, I think I, you start your studs. This uh, is going to be the one Thursday night game where you're completely confident in all the studs. Yeah. Um, moving forward, this Everyone's, Thursday night game. They've so. been prepping for this game for three months. Okay, <laughs> so they're going to be fine. Everyone's going to be just fine. Yeah, <laughs> I, you you start everybody you drafted. Um. Chris Hogan, I'm not completely sold on yet. I, he can be be very valuable. He is, he's listed as a wide receiver too, yeah. bra- opposite of um, Brandon Cooks. Sure. So I do I feel comfortable starting him as a wide receiver three slash flex. There is so I'm going to turn take a turn here. So much little, and I put I tweeted about this too. So much chatter, like just like little whispers about Rex Burkhead. That's like that's getting me really interested. Did you hear that? I hope you guys heard that on podcast. I just farted. Yeah. Rex Burkhead is very interesting to me. And I'm not starting him, but I picked him up in leagues where I had room. It's it's it there's just enough to get my interest. And I'm I'm betting He looked really good in the preseason. You're right. He's a decent running back. I, I he's hope. versatile. Yeah. I think he could be something I'm not making to make any predictions on Rex Burkhead, but I just grabbed a couple shares of him just in case. Just there, in case. There's a good pun with his name. I'm just trying to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then of course, you know, you got you have guys like Travis Kelsey. Oh, the tight ends are gonna be amazing. Mm. Kelsey and Gronk are gonna have amazing games. I yeah. feel like. Mm. Cream Hunt. We yeah. already talked about. I, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, this is a terrible preview. <laughs> <laughs> well, they get it. They get it by now. Start your studs. Well. <laughs> and don't don't start um, Alex Smith. And I think that that'll do it. Tom Brady, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Alex Smith, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Tyreek Hill, sure. Fuck sure. <laughs> uh, it. Okay. Um, by the way, I wanted to thank everybody. I tweeted today. I'm going on. Uh, kind of a date with my wife. We haven't been in the movie since my daughter was born. We were pretty big movie goers, and I felt like I had like my finger on the pulse of movies, but I don't anymore. So I asked Twitter, you know, give me some movies. I'm so out of it. I don't know if people were joking or not. Like they were saying movies that I never heard of, and I think they were just making up names and making fun of me. What, I, was, what was it? Yeah, well, it was like the big one, right? right. Everybody's saying go see it, but then there was like some other movies. Like I was like, I don't know about this. They, were, I don't even remember the names, but uh, the Dark Tower. No, no, no. It was like stuff that I never heard of. It was like Dark Tower was awful. Like the Angry Blonde or something like that. It's like fuck. I don't know. Oh, Atomic Blonde. Oh yeah, yeah. is that real? It's a real movie. Okay, it looks good. Does it? It's with um, what Shirley Theron. Oh yeah. Are you are you okay, Dale? Are you like breaking your neck there? No, okay. <laughs> yeah, Shirley Theron as a uh, assassin. Okay. Two thumbs up. <laughs> uh, two thumbs up. Yeah. There's some lesbian scenes. Okay. If you're into that type no, of thing, try it. Your wife would not like it. <laughs> um, what else do they recommend? I don't know. I can't remember. But I just wanted to thank everybody. And I'm just so out of the loop. Yeah, you are. I feel like uh, I I was I used to be a big pop culture guy. I got every single Kardashian reference. I understood. Well, that doesn't give you any credit, Dale. That gives you less pop credit. culture. Pop culture, buddy. No, there's no pop culture there. That's and now now I know pop culture from 2016 and before. Everything after that, I don't know. Anyways, let's wrap it up, okay? 
Ooh, there's a 9-11 movie coming out with Whoopi Goldberg. Nice. And Charlie Sheen. <laughs> it comes out soon. I'm guessing around 9-11. Not something to joke about, but that's really weird. <laughs> it is really weird. <laughs> All right. Uh, wow. <laughs> uh, for Armando Crespo, I'm Dale. Thanks for listening. And uh, we may or may not talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow. The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be. Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Woo! Eat, sleep, fantasy.